0: Hello friends, I'd like to take a moment to mention that friend and occasional guest of the show Salvatore, who is also a dear personal friend to me, has recently been published for the first time. His interview with the provocative, visionary underground filmmaker Nick Zed is now available for your reading pleasure on Aether.com. Conducted shortly before his death earlier this year, this is the last interview made with Zed, and you can read it right now by going to Aether.com. that's T-E-H-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. If you look, it should be the first or second article up there. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. And I want to uh, formally apologize for last week's podcast. It was extremely low energy, but that's not going to be the case tonight, folks. Tonight we're going to sing, we're going to dance, it's going to be fun.
1: (laughs) You'll especially enjoy the dancing, considering this is a
0: podcast. Yeah, well, you can dance along. You can dance. You can dance if you want to, you can dance to my podcast. And if you don't (laughs) dance and you don't have pants and you know, friend of Vance's. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who Vance is when i think of vance i think of vince vaughn
1: that's uh you know that kind of makes sense i guess because they're v's
0: yeah yeah three is
1: the name of a character on a uh, sitcom oh my goodness yeah we're gonna be high energy tonight as i say <laughs> as i fucking yawn um reba mcintyre had a show called reba and her uh daughter's Boyfriend, fiance, whatever the hell, his name was Vance. That's the only thing, the only person I've ever known whose first name was Vance. I went to school with somebody whose last name was Vance.
0: I knew someone in school whose name was Lance. His first name was Lance. And I was well, thought- an Armstrong. No, it wasn't. But I, 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 uh, I just remember thinking, why would you name someone after a weapon? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dirk. Hi, I'm Dagger. You know, Was he particularly sharp? Uh I don't know if he was he he was more of just a guy. <laughs> okay. I don't really remember anything about him other than his name was Lance. And like he was in like one class of mine.
1: Was he this in high school?
0: This was in high school. He didn't stand out in any particular mm. way. I don't remember a damn thing about him other than that he was named after a pole arm. <laughs> interesting specifically one used for is that a pole arm it's used for uh for for jousting
1: um i don't know what they call that
0: i think that's a lance lance murdoch lance that lance vance it's lance vance (laughs) are you gonna be okay do i need to like go and give you a coffee enema
1: (laughs) No, it's just uh it's a long day today. That's all, and uh, I'm just I'm just a little tired. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to be low energy, so we'll see.
0: What would a coffee enema do to the insides of your body? I what feel would like a coffee
1: would... enema do to me, considering that I have issues with caffeine and I don't? <laughs> and I don't think that that's a particularly good way to introduce it to yourself.
0: Not really, considering you're like that's the most vascular area of your body. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's put all the caffeine right there. So all
1: the caffeine right in your butthole.
0: Yeah. Right in your butthole. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what's inside of your butthole.
1: (laughs) wonder no longer because you put it there.
0: It's coffee. Yeah. It's coffee. I'm a coffee butthole achiever. (laughs) Oh my God. We need to talk about this video. Which video? The, the the one about the the turnaround song or uh, yeah total eclipse <laughs> of the heart. So total eclipse look up total eclipse of the heart, alerta Amazonias. I don't I I'm I'm assuming that it's like Spanish and Alerta Amazonius probably means something like live Amazonians or something. I I'm gonna look it up on Google Translate google translate enter text amazon alert all right (laughs) not what i was expecting but it's apparently some sort of live television talent show of some sort talent
1: being the operative word
0: right and there's a man with a samurai costume um smashing a symbol in the background and in the front there's this woman in some sort of leather pantsuit (laughs) who is singing and i say singing only because i lack a better term for it she's singing the song total eclipse of the heart but she doesn't know the lyrics and apparently doesn't even know the language the song was written in
1: i don't think she cares either
0: and she does not care and she just sings through her nose in this really flat tone. Everything basically has yeah. a,
1: has a mm sound yeah. in front of it. Like, yeah. nah, no, like she, lead
0: in it, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, she's got like a deviated septum, and that's just her singing style. It's fantastic. And then in the background, there's this guy in a gray suit who reminds me of like, kind of like Jiminy Glick. <laughs> you know that martin short character are you yeah. familiar with him yeah, yeah. yeah i am this heavy set man you know in a gray suit and he looks affronted he looks scared like there's something wrong with him and he's really kind of confused and just sort of like looking at the camera like well, what do i do you know and then he starts fucking around on his phone <laughs> It's like That's what I was just doing. I was yeah. Well, no, I know you were because I could see you were looking down. Shut up! I uh, recently edited one of the best of episodes, and uh, um, I don't remember what I realized. <laughs> uh, it feels it feels right. Oh no! I realized that because someone had slammed a door or someone was talking really loudly in the background. I think both came up in the best of episode. And uh, you had said something to the effect of we could never do this in a closed studio without distractions because you wouldn't know what to do. It's true. And really, that hasn't changed. It's just the distractions aren't they're more visual than they are like (laughs) audio. So the audience has any even less understanding of why you suddenly go. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I uh,
1: you know I have the attention span of uh, a small child. I was gonna say a squirrel.
0: Uh, I think squirrels have some drive. I think squirrels are pretty driven. They they got to get you know the walnuts and the acorns and all the. <laughs> they other are nuts. smarter
1: than rabbits. I'm sure of that.
0: Yeah, rabbits. Well, rabbits make up for that in cuteness. I guess. But I you know I think so. I think squirrels are pretty are really cute. cute. Yeah, squirrels are cute. But most animals are cute when you really come down to it. It's true. Even the ugly ones. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just basic human compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to me. No, really. Listen to me.
1: Listen to me. I was watching a uh, video. Was it yesterday of a woman who has a pet? uh, It's on the dodo. I love that. Jumping spider.
0: Oh, wow. That sounds horrifying. No, it's adorable. Was it? Yep. Can you really bond with a spider, though? I mean, it looked like she did that to me.
1: I mean, the spider seemed to appreciate her efforts and her attention, and the spider certainly. Mm Uh definitely chose the the wife over the boyfriend, or sorry, I guess the girlfriend over the boyfriend, I, wife over the husband. I don't fucking know if they're married or not. It doesn't really matter, it's not your main of the story, really. It was another person there who was familiar with the spider, and the spider saw the woman come in and immediately was like, I'm done with you guy, and hmm. like ran across the table to the woman. It's fucking adorable. It's a little huh. tiny jumping spider.
0: I I like the dildo. That's a good. I don't know. It sounded like you
1: said you like the dildo there for a second. I
0: like the dildo. I like the dildo. (laughs) I like it because it's barbed. Oh. Yeah, you with your dick nose. You fucking dick nose. Yeah, nose like a dick. You'll have a butt chin and a dick nose. (laughs) I guess that makes your mouth your taint, huh?
1: Yeah, I would believe that the geographically speaking, that's true.
0: Taint mouth. That's a great band, (laughs) Taint Mouth. (laughs) I'd go see them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That feels like like a P.O.D. or like stained like that era, like early 2000s, sort of angsty rock. Like. I always complained about that one song by stained uh, where they were like, it's been a while. You know, that song it's been a while. Of course I didn't. I liked anything. And, and like, I, I always would sing along and say, it's been a long since I've heard this fucking song. Because it would literally (laughs) come on the radio every hour.
1: That's like uh, when I was working, as a mechanic in this one shop. Sorry about that. I mean, it's like the worst timing to take a drink ever. <laughs> um, I think it was obvious. That's what I was doing. Um, they played one of the like local morning radio shows every day. My coworker would constantly have this on, even though I hated it. And uh, they literally played like the same 12 songs over and over and over mm-hmm. it was fucking infuriating mm-hmm. to sit there and listen mm-hmm. to the same songs all day every day for months
0: even songs you like
1: after i didn't by the time i was done yeah exactly
0: <laughs> when i worked for kmart they had like this tape that would play and it was basically like i want to say four hours of music repeated ad nauseum throughout the day maybe two hours of music and um it was really only an hour yeah, it was horrible, but it was like it got so predictable that people would like like people at the end of the night we would always get on the speaker and just say stupid stuff, even though there were people still in the store. And one time there was like, I'm being followed by a moon shadow, moon shadow, moon shadow. And this guy gets on the, <laughs> the song starts and before the guy can sing, he gets on the thing and goes, I'm being followed by a moon shadow. Moonshadow, moonshadow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got in all kinds of trouble. I had this, I found this bear in electronics or toys or wherever. And it had, um, it was like a bear that when you squeezed it, it was like a hug bear. And when you squeezed it, you'd triggered a little talk box in it who would go, and it would go, ah! uh! like he was taking a massive dump. Just a birthday cake-sized dump. And, and so we put that on the loudspeaker, and our manager, Tim, uh, gets on the phone and calls over to Electronics. Like, he just knew it was us, and he knew where <laughs> we were somehow. And he said, guys, quit screwing around. In <laughs> that broken, passive-aggressive way of his.
1: like, But it was probably the funniest thing that happened this week.
0: Mm-hmm. We had a, my friend, uh, my other friend, and I worked at a bakery at uh, giant food stores, uh, back when it was across the street from my parents old house. I recall. Yeah. And, uh, we had a manager who was just the most spineless dude. And he'd come up to my friend and she was the cake decorator. And he'd be like, you're not wearing your hat. Can you wear your hat? Maybe And it'd be like, you know, he, it was never like a definitive. It was always like a question. And she'd be like, No, I don't think I can do that. I'd be well. You should think about it because it is policy. And then he just walked away. (laughs) And he was just such a pushover. Yeah, really.
1: Feel like walking up and be like, "Put your fucking hat on." Yeah, I'm not telling you again.
0: He was a little more stern with the guys uh i think he was a soft touch when it came to women like he was just hey like hey lady he just didn't know could how you to put say you head no. On, please
1: no okay i'll ask again later <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think it was just super self-conscious or something like that and just didn't know how to manage uh the opposite sex for whatever reason mm it's like a confidence thing though. He didn't have a lot of confidence, you know, it was like, he's just sort of a broken man. Like you never intended to be a shift manager at a grocery store. (laughs) You know, he, he,
1: I think that's how most people end up in that job.
0: Yeah. He never meant to be that guy. He just ended up being that guy. I only know
1: one guy who was a shift manager that was like really enjoyed himself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, his wife drove a kind of a nice car and he drove this battered up yellow Ford Fiesta. Nice. Yeah. And it was like, it was obvious who made the money in the family and he was just sort of secondary in every way possible, <laughs> you know, just very low key, like, like a Ned Flanders, who's less outgoing. <laughs> oh, 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 Okay, uh, you don't no, have to wear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very wholesome dude, but very, very easily swayed to, you mm-hmm. uh, know, I didn't have the balls to or for that matter, the, the nerve like to be that way to a person, you know, like saying flat out no to a manager. It just wasn't how I thought. You know, my friend always was a little more, you know, fuck you, I'm not doing it that way. i was always like yes sir you know (laughs) got my hat on right here i got my hat on look it's clean it's it's nice i pressed it yeah i ironed it so all (laughs) the angles are nice and angular it's like a crisp it's crisp yes oh my god when i was in the army okay so when i was in training like ait which is right after basic training um a lot of people got it into their heads that their hats need to be, um, like shaped, which is actually mm-hmm. in the regulations, not what you're supposed to do. I don't know how it is in the Marine Corps, but their hats are specifically shaped anyway. Yeah. And their headgear has a specific, like, harder fabric in it that holds it in place and makes it look kind of like a sort of like an octagon or something. Like it's just got an angular shape to it. But the, The standard bdu cap issued to army is just this shapeless little you know like very
1: loose yeah yeah
0: yeah and it's not supposed to be shaped um for that matter you're not supposed to starch your uniform at all because you'll stand out like a sore thumb in any kind of low light situation uh if anyone's using any kind of optical stuff they're Hmm. gonna spot you yeah you'll stand right out because that that's starch reflects i guess i don't know i this is what i've been told i don't know for sure because i was never in the field like that but it really isn't a good idea to to starch your uniform because it says so in the in the manual but you know you people wanted to look sharp right so they would starch their uniforms and iron them so they got that nice crisp line you know and it would stay all day and uh a lot of people would take their pt mat which was like a yoga mat basically and they Hmm. would spray their hat with um with, with starch and then they would form it around the, the the pt mat so that it expanded and pushed the hat outward and they'd flatten it on the top and then they would sit it outdoors like all day long um, and then they at the end of the day they'd bring it in and it was just perfect like a helmet And so we all got into the habit of doing this until one day, one day I'm standing next to this. I'll never forget this. There's (laughs) it's pouring and the starch is soaking out of my hat. And so, and dripping down into my eyes and my mouth. And I'm like, Oh, uh, uh." you know, my eyes are burning and shit, but I'm trying to keep it together. But the dude next to me could not. (laughs) he could not keep it together he was like ah 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 the whole time we're marching and i'm like dude, shut up you're gonna get us in trouble (laughs) it was so goddamn funny the drill starter was probably losing his shit over that i would have been yeah look at these dumbasses in their starched hats and they're all suffering
1: i love it yeah but i don't love the noise you're making
0: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) gagging fish (laughs) oh my god i haven't thought about that guy in a long time he came up to me one day having a with a, a blanket over his shoulder and this girl on his arm and then she he like kisses her on the cheek and she leaves and he's like yeah i just fucked on this blanket i'm like oh in the woods. Because <laughs> there was like a wooded area near the golf course, which was across from the student. Company. No, he
1: did it on the fairway.
0: Yeah, he did it straight up on the fairway was like, with, with the flag in his butt. Oh, you know, for a little added fun. It's the
1: only way to thrust.
0: And then he, there was a girl I was dating right before I met Jennifer. And he like looked at me. He looked at her. He looked at me. Cracked this big smile and started doing this really exaggerated pumping his hips motion at me <laughs> while bucking, like bucking his hips and 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 rhythmically pushing his fists backwards and forwards. Like, like. <laughs> Could she
1: see him doing it? No. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say that like, would have been classy.
0: But he was like, "Oh, you and her." Oh, and then he started doing this little dance, and I was like, "Dude, come on." <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what are you ins- like like some kind of weird sitcom character or something like the guy that you can't bring anywhere.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> was uh the Kramer of the army.
0: He was the Kramer of the army. He was kind of gross like he gave me the impression he would fuck anyone that said yes. Anyone.
1: We all went through phases like that.
0: Sure, but even then I don't think he had any standards. Like, <laughs> I mean, none. Like, my,
1: my dad used to say about me when I was younger that I'd fuck a snake if I could hold it still long enough. So, well,
0: well that would have gotten your dick bitten. Perhaps. Perhaps you would definitely. How else do you fuck a snake? You have to mouth fuck it.
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't mean that it's going to bite me. Maybe it'd be into it. Hmm. And eating my little worm.
0: Your little worm.
1: Yeah, it doesn't like I'm stretching the snake too much.
0: I don't, I don't know that snakes eat worms, do they? I mean, they might, but it seems like a small snack for a... Uh,
1: I feel like a garter snake or something like that, because I think they, they eat bugs and rodents and shit. I think they might probably they? eat worms. I don't mm. know, maybe. Mm. We should probably look that up sometime. I'm not doing it now because I don't care that much. Neither do I. I was just talking about mouthfucking a snake. I don't care what it eats. It's going to eat my sausage.
0: I'm just pointing out that there are no <laughs> other really proper.
1: Yes. Wow. Snakes don't. They don't have buttholes, do they?
0: No. Well, they do. I mean, they don't poop out their mouth. Of course they have buttholes. <laughs> They're just not accessible to a human being. <laughs> the absurdity <laughs> of this conversation
1: is, is just outstanding.
0: Well, how do you not know that a fucking snake has a butthole? Of course I
1: know a snake has a butthole.
0: You asked. You oh, just asked. Is you said, funny, do snakes have buttholes?
1: That's the title of this episode now. <laughs>
0: do snakes have buttholes? <laughs> oh, of course <laughs> they do. Aha. What? I looked it up. Oh my God, you looked it up. Okay. Do
1: snakes have buttholes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, kind of. What does that mean? Snakes do have a butthole in a way,
1: but so it's called a cloaca. On snakes, oh. the cloaca also fulfills other uses other than just getting rid of poop. It has three different uses. Hmm. I'm trying to see three holes fecal matter urine and acts as a
0: gentilic opening does that mean genitals yeah gentilic okay i've never heard the term gentilic before neither have
1: i I. that's why i thought i would ask that so they kind of have buttholes so it's not exactly the most ridiculous thing i've ever asked you know
0: what it sounds like it sounds like a garden hose attachment with multiple settings the, plate, uh, I put or, it on
1: the, clo- put the clock on the end of the hose and <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> set it on butthole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be in. what was the word again? Gen- genitalic? Uh, gentilic. Gentilic. I want to set it, <laughs> put it on the Gentilic setting.
1: It says that the hole is called the cloaca and is found on the underside of the snake at the base of its tail. Where does its tail base at? Because aren't snakes pretty much all tail?
0: The base of the tail. So I'm assuming that's the neck, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just below the head. It's where it shits. Oh, there that's was funny. This,
0: there was this movie, and I cannot remember what it was, but it was by the same guy who wrote and directed uh, Napoleon Dynamite. And it's about this guy who's like a science fiction writer who's this big fan of another science fiction writer who's run out of ideas. And uh, they live in that one of those weird geodesic dome type houses. Mm -hmm. And this one guy comes over with a snake. And it's in the same style of Napoleon Dynamite where it's this slice of life sort of depressingly bland existence that these people have. And they're all super eccentric. But there's this one scene where this guy comes into the house with a snake, and they're in the middle of talking, and it just shits all down his fucking shirt.
1: <laughs> it goes, it
0: goes, and it just is the f- most foul thing. And it's, I well, geese
1: have coacas too. I do know mm-hmm. that. I think birds in general have it. And uh, yes, when they shit, it's it's something else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's what? disgusting.
0: Well, I mean, is there as opposed to, you know, a pleasant shit?
1: <laughs> I, I you know, guess right? like,
0: oh, you know what? I really yeah, oh, know-
1: that kind of scat doesn't turn me on.
0: Yeah. You know what really is a pleasant People. poop is is pigs. Yes. I love watching pig shit because it just seems so nice. Mm, true. Yeah. Did you know a snake only
1: poops about once every week to four weeks?
0: So what that tells me then is that scene unless carefully crafted to look like a snake shitting was an outtake. They decided to keep it very well. Could have been knowing that Um, director, that would have been like, yeah, we got to keep that because if, if so, the actor was phenomenal in that he didn't lose his composure any more than was called for, for the scene, which was to go. This brings
1: up other good questions. Do snakes fart? We do know that horses don't usually vomit,
0: <laughs> except except in front of me, and that only the one time I've had plenty of appearances, experiences with horses. You since have now, yes, that have not resulted in vomiting. But snakes yeah.
1: generally don't fart. When they do, it's usually because they have a buildup of some sort in their digestive system. They need to go to a vet.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So a farting snake, not a good thing.
0: The farting snake. Welcome to the farting snake in and pub. Any other hmm. interesting facts about snakes that we should learn today?
1: Uh, one more thing. Another thing snakes do that seems similar to farting, but, but isn't, is excreting a foul-smelling combination of feces and urine defensively.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So that snake in the movie very well could have been defending itself because hmm. it felt threatened. Could have you been. know, how, like frogs do that shit too.
0: Yeah. You ever pick up a and frog grass- and, get,
1: and get yeah and get shit on by one
0: or a grasshopper?
1: Yeah, well, grasshoppers are are just idiots to begin with. I don't <laughs> I don't know I don't know why I'm throwing the hate and shade out on grasshoppers. Yeah, man. Right What's now. up?
0: What did a grasshopper do to you? You
1: ever had one fly into you when you were riding a motorcycle? I have. It's right. like getting shot.
0: Well, yeah, I'm sure it is, <laughs> but that's not like it chose to kill itself like oh look now you know like kamikaze yeah
1: fucking kamikaze grasshoppers
0: kamikaze crickets all around the thickets driving through the snow i don't know why (laughs) why the snow's around when the crickets are out you know
1: that's a that was a beautiful song I
0: i did promise to sing at least i don't know about if we can work in some dancing um not in any way that's meaningful to the listener.
1: Yep, that's right. I'm doing it right now. <laughs>
0: You're not really dancing some... Okay, now that's more of a dance because before you were sort of conducting an orchestra. Tell you what, that's some sassy dancing. I,
1: I did, it was, I did. I danced everybody. You're welcome.
0: You know that song? Dancing, dancing, dancing. I'm a dance, 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 dance machine. Yeah, all it is is the word dance over and over again and that was a top 40 hit. It's
1: proves that people know what good music is about.
0: Mm-hmm. Dancing.
1: I mean, listen to mumble rap. Mm-hmm. How could you not love it?
0: Oh, I've had my moment on, on mumble rap on the uh, Hey Sister Soul Sister uh, episode <laughs> re- if you'll recall. <laughs> I had my, my comments about that. That <mumbles> the whole time, there's just this little fucking triangle going, <zinho> It's a treat for the senses. It's such a lovely sound and so valid musically. (laughs) I can't say it's not valid. That's not fair. Some people like it. I just don't understand it or like it at all. And therefore it's stupid to me, which is a really shitty take when you think about it.
1: Well, you know, that harkens to mine an argument that I had with an old coworker uh one time that my brother and I were talking about music and He said like, oh, what about blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what Bandy was talking about, but whatever it was, both of us were like, "Eh, that kind of sucks. And he's like, well, what? Just because you don't like it, it sucks. Like, yeah, that's kind of how it works, in my opinion. Right. You know, which I am entitled to. Yeah. (laughs) If I don't like it, it sucks. I'm sorry. That's how it is. You don't have to agree with me. I didn't mean universally it sucks. I just meant it sucks to me.
0: Right. Well, how else can you comment and say that? I mean, if you say, oh, yeah, this is objectively bad, like we used to do with our one gaming channel. Yeah, objectively I, bad games. I think games. we were always right. I think we were always right. Um, that's, again, that, folks, that's objectively bad games. It's still up on YouTube. Go check it out. Yeah, we I, be prepared
1: it. for some seriously objectively bad games. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Very bad. I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but that Get Rich or, or Get Rich or Guy gaming <laughs>
1: that guy did you comment got
0: it. yeah that one that guy did comment and said not creators creator i made this <laughs> and i never responded to it but i've always thought i should have said well, you shouldn't have
1: yeah uh, was, that's not something to brag about son Str- well, <laughs> strange flex bro
0: yeah weird flex like yeah dude your game is bullshit if it was just i mean okay here's the thing i'm sure he and his friends found it hilarious. Mm-hmm. And in its own encapsulated We in did way, find it funny, too. It was funny, but it was funny to them. It wasn't like a marketable funny. It's it kind of like an
1: inside joke that you sent out to a bunch of people who would never right. understand it.
0: Right. But he put it on for everyone to play. And it was just like, dude, you don't put your first project out there. You put it Unless it's first, really, really good. Unless it's really, really good. But even then, you know, like refine your skills a little more. Keep tightening up your skills you know i'd like to see what that guy made recently maybe he made a good game it's possible but i mean that game was not for public consumption is what i'm getting to yeah yeah and he has no no leg to stand on when he goes well you shouldn't make fun of my shit game (laughs) (laughs) right right
1: i miss i miss i miss those those bad games
0: i i do too I just wish I had a better setup and and right now I don't have the equipment to do the 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 um video game commentary stuff with another person. I could do it solo, but I just don't feel like I'm usually funny enough to carry that myself. I need someone to bounce jokes off of and concepts.
1: It, it is it is a lot easier doing this when you have somebody else there to play off of. Right. One way or the other.
0: Right. Yeah, I've thought about doing like a solo podcast before just like on like a music or something like that, but I would have to script it. I would have to write it. Yeah, because there's no way I could without riffing with somebody. I just.
1: Yeah, I have. uh, I've done some some solo recording on stuff and it's difficult without feedback.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Very Um, difficult without somebody, you know, even just critiquing it for you while you're doing it. I mean, it's yeah it's crazy it's crazy and it's also not entertaining
0: what have you what have you was this just test recordings that you yeah, did yeah yeah okay yeah
1: yeah nothing that i ever put out there because right. i i didn't like it so oh well, yeah
0: you know what though did you save it for your no. own person no i recommend saving everything even the shit because honestly you'll go back one day and look at it again and go whoa holy shit look how much i've improved mm, That's true It's, I have stuff. It's the ultimate like way of humbling yourself in a big hurry when you're, you're feeling like a hot shot, like, Oh, I'm so good at this or whatever. Um, Yeah. You thought you were a big shot. (sighs) Um, (laughs) Not Billy Joel. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I have all these old folders full of like stuff that I made in 2001 or even earlier than that and when i look at that stuff now i'm like first of all holy shit is it small because the the screen resolution has changed dramatically in the last oh yeah so what you know i was operating on 1024 by whatever um and now what am i like like 4, no, I'm not 4K yet. But the point is that they were tiny, tiny images, like 800 pixels wide.
1: Just like your penis. 800
0: mm-hmm. pixels. No, no, no. Just tiny. Oh, OK. <laughs> you have a lot to say about my peen. Wait,
1: dude, it's something I'm familiar with.
0: You've never seen it.
1: That you know of.
0: Oh, that's creepy.
1: Yeah, isn't it? That's really. Actually, it is kind of creepy. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's really creepy, dude. <laughs> Are you peeking at my peen while I'm sleeping? No. You set up a peen cam.
1: Yes, peen cam. Only captured yours, though. Nobody else. Oh, my God. That would be horrible. If you Could you imagine if we had had, like, secret cam set up for some of the stupid shit that we did when we were hanging out can together you imagine, back in those days?
0: Yeah. Can you imagine if we had cell phones and oh access my God. to YouTube back then? Dude. Would I, would, be,
1: I would love to go back and relive some oh, of that stuff. Oh,
0: God, yes. But knowing what I know now, like, not oh, just yeah. not just in terms of, like, basic wisdom, but also in terms of skill set, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, but have that youthful energy and enthusiasm and not. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Not be as beaten down by, like, reality. <laughs> because, Life. I mean, well, here's the thing. When you get beaten down by reality you stop believing that you can achieve things that are super high end. Like never in in any of our endeavors have we ever said when we become rich. Yeah. You no, know, never. If we had started when we were in our 20s we would have been like, yeah man, we're going to be huge and maybe we would have been but now it's just a hobby and you know. Yeah. Like I just It'd think, be
1: fun to make money doing this.
0: Of course it would. But I'll keep doing it regardless because yeah. it's fun to do it without it. You know, not every single episode is a blast. Sometimes I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm
1: speaking dip- directly of last week. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think we did. We did
0: have some fun at the very beginning of that you know, episode. It, I had I have edited it and well, I posted today. And um, I thought it was pretty funny for the most part but when we're when we're low energy we tend to get more serious yeah it's true it's true and let cracking less jokes and i think a lot of people whatever energy we're putting out is what energy they're getting so it was probably like oh man you know this kind of left me a little bummed
1: we put some people to sleep
0: we put some people to sleep yeah yeah
1: it was a good nighttime episode but now it's time to wake up Wake up! You know what I was thinking about when you were just talking about, like, we were talking about reminiscing about stuff. That fucking cartoon, uh, creator thing that you had that we used to make <laughs> the videos
0: with, the, the cartoon, like the wolf
1: blowing up and everything. Yep. It's, uh, that was
0: my first experience to tween animation, like tween tween animation. Well, okay, so tweening is a process in which it's between two keyframes. So you have a frame where the rabbit is stepping forward and you've got another one where the rabbit has stopped in between there's a walk cycle. Well, what you do is you automate the walk cycle so that you can reuse it over and over again without the, uh, you know, any stuttering or anything. Mm -hmm. So you just reuse like six basic frames, keyframes in the walk cycle and someone right draws in the other 20 frames for each individual. Well, nowadays computers do that, so you don't necessarily always unless it depends on what style of animation you're doing. Like The Simpsons does it all digitally. Uh South Park does it all digitally, but they don't have too much tweening going on. But I think most
1: things are digitally now.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are still hand-drawn stuff. Like a lot of anime is largely well, hand
1: Fair enough on that. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and it has to be because the art level, you know, the art style is exquisite it has to be how do you digitize that you know what i mean anyway so yeah it was it was keyframe animation not really tween animation but it had tweening elements in it and and i loved how basically it was the first attempt for me to ever use a digital editing tool And it came so intuitively, it was like, ah, I know exactly what to do to make this happen. Okay, now you put in the explosion. The funny thing is, is it's no different than the shit that I do for our gaming videos. (laughs) The weird graphics and the weird like inserts and shit like that. It's the same principle. To the I mean, flash animation was identical looking to in early versions to the cartooners except that you had to make your own assets as opposed to having these cartoon characters. Yeah. What I would love to see as a re-release of that thing only with tons of downloadable assets, like additional characters, additional background scenes, the ability.
1: To it import. was very limited from what it, I can
0: recall. It was, but I believe that it was theoretically possible if you knew what you were doing to add characters because all they were was files. In, in reality, you could have used that engine to do any of those things. You just had to know the guts of the software. This harkens
1: so- back to the days of like the original video games we used to play where they were literally terrible graphics mm-hmm. and everything and just repetitive stuff, and yet we thought it was the greatest thing ever.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I was just last week with my family and Tom, <laughs> My brother and I talk about this a lot and I was talking to my nephew about it too is like cuz he said to me um you know my biggest dream is to walk into an 80s arcade. I was like oh, you oh I wish I could make that dream come true for you somehow. It was Maybe.
1: pretty awesome.
0: Because there was sort of a magic. Yeah, it was like, whoa. The look smell. At all
1: like, I man. remember, especially the one at Hershey Park. Mm-hmm. Actually, everyone that I can remember was like this. It was always at least 10 degrees cooler in the in the arcade than it was yep. everywhere else. It was dark. What time of year it was? It was dark, and it had a certain smell to it.
0: Yeah. And what was that smell? Like, how do you describe it? Like a mixture <sighs> That's of... Tough ozone ozone machine oil um like 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 some kind of cleaning product i can recall it almost being pastry like yeah
1: in a a weird way like i know that sounds like a weird thing to say to be like oh, it's kind of like pastry no it smelled kind of like food
0: a little bit in a way and it also depended on what bakery or bakery it also depended (laughs) on on what place you went to because some places would have like a pizza joint attached to them. Oh yeah. And well, then it was, like at
1: the Colonial Park Mall. Yeah. The pizza right. the food court was right next door to the huge arcade. Right. Which arcades don't even exist
0: anymore. No, they don't well they do. And I went to one as I said last week. I did Oh that's go right. To you one, did just fucking say what well, I'm an idiot. But I walked <laughs> I walked through it and I wouldn't call it an arcade. There was like one actual game and it was like a Mario game or something. It was some like I think it was like uh I think it actually might have been a Mario Kart, but it was seated and it had driver steering wheels and stuff. I was like, that's, that's awesome. Kind of cool. But I don't they know. Tony wanna...
1: USA was my shit back in the day, man. Yeah, why when don't I, those yeah. things still exist? When, I, when I, wor- I worked as a mechanic, I worked at a Ford dealership that was right down the road from the mall and on payday we would all go up to the mall and play Daytona USA and just blast fucking quarters into those things. Like I didn't get enough of driving cars, fixing them. Right. I had to go and do something car related on lunch too. Yeah. It was like, it was like my, my weekly release. Cause we got paid weekly. So every week on Friday afternoon, I would take my hour for lunch and go play video games with the other dudes that I worked with. <laughs> Such a good memory.
0: I, I just remember you brutally destroying me a time and time again at uh, mortal Kombat on the, uh, <laughs> on the Sega Genesis
1: only because I only knew the one fucking set of moves that Sub-Zero could do.
0: And you would do it over and over. What was the move? Was it like a freeze uppercut? It was the freeze, freeze move. Yeah. Freeze
1: uppercut freeze uppercut. Yeah. Because you could do it in the, in the original game, you could do it unlimited times. Right. And you remember one time I accidentally did a fatality? Yes. I did yeah. Sub-Zero's fatality where like ripped the guy's head off and his spine was dangling. Yeah. Still could I looked at the at like the the recipe if you will for doing those fatalities. There is no way. That anybody accidentally tripped across that more than once ever. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's you have to practice that and practice. Oh God, is I I I have games
1: now. I have the Mortal Kombat games, and they tell you how to do the fatalities, and I still can't fucking do it.
0: Yeah, I have Mortal Kombat X, (laughs) and it's gorgeous. It's gory as fuck. It's so well done, and it's fun as shit. Except when you try to actually remember, like you go into like the practice moves section and it's like Like, all
1: right i got it man i understand what it is now it's like back back down a b you know and shit and you're like you go to do it and
0: your brain stops working or it's like oh i see it's not a full pull down it's partial and then push in okay and it's like so that's great if you can spend 20 hours a day practicing that until you have perfect muscle memory because that's the only way one move for one move (laughs) But it's worse than that, because like some of the fatalities, you have to remember to be in a certain spot, like you have to be within range, or you can't do that specific Mm -hmm. fatality, and um, it's like seriously like 15 button mashes, so I tried to do it, I even wrote it down right. And I tried to do it and it ran out of time before I could finish pressing all the fucking
1: buttons. (laughs) You're like, this is not physically possible. Yeah. I'm
0: like an old man at a typewriter. Who's never learned how to type. Like hunt
1: and peck your way through a, through a fatality.
0: (laughs) I'm one of those people who's hopelessly awful at rhythm games. Like when when someone expects me to do up, down, whatever, like guitar hero, any of that shit. You should try
1: playing like, uh, dance Dance Revolution oh or one God. of those kind of games, no dude.
0: fucking way. I dude, would break I my ankles. I am
1: terrible at those games. My kids always have the, oh, I can't remember what the fucking name of the games are now where it was all the uh, like popular songs and then you would dance. It wasn't Dance Dance Revolution. It was the one that was for uh, home consoles. I can't think of what it's called now off the top of my head and I can see the damn uh packaging and everything.
0: I'm a Barbie girl. In a
1: world. <laughs> my like kids a used to play it all the time and they'd be like come on dad play with me <laughs> and i would go to do it it was like they would smoke me every single time yeah
0: yeah and you're i just... remember
1: my one go-to was moves like jagger that uh maroon five song uh-huh because i knew the damn song and i knew the moves from seeing it so many times from my kids playing it and they would still destroy me <laughs>
0: My problem is just that I'm hopelessly uncoordinated and I have, I have no rhythm at all. Um, I mean, I try to dance sometimes, especially when no one's looking, but I still know that I look like a goofball and it's just not for sharing. And I realize that's maybe being a little cruel. You look like the picture
1: of that guy that I sent you. Oh.
0: Oh my God. Stop bringing that up. <laughs> Don't look like that guy for fuck's sake. For All anybody right. who's listening, I
1: can tell you where you can find this gentleman's picture. First off, you need to look at at uh, Tommy's picture on our website.
0: Right, which is tomandmike.com.
1: Yeah, I, I was I was but then there's PlayStation access on YouTube. It's like a UK PlayStation um, uh, channel. Even just to go in there and look, you'll see the guy. He's got very similar features to Tom, and Tom refuses to admit that he looks like him.
0: The guy has bald head, glasses, a beard, and he's white. That does. Oh, and <laughs> you described yourself perfectly. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. I have no secondary facial features. It's just a blank fucking slate. What the fuck are you talking about? He even makes faces like you. Oh, look. There's. Look, it's. Dave Mustaine. Oh, and I'll let me think. Somebody who has a beard and long hair. Look, it's Willie Nelson and Mike. They're the same fucking person because they break I could up a say, I
1: could say that I look like Willie Nelson at times. I put my hair and ponytails on the side. If you said I look like Willie Nelson, I would be like, "That's awesome, thank you."
0: But I wouldn't say that. I'd say you look like a pig's asshole. Ooh, I actually have been told that, that, you that I can't like-
1: remember that, that I look like I look like like a like a fiddle player from some fucking band. Some dude. When <laughs> I went to see Primus. Sons. I went to see Primus with my brother, and the guy was like, "Oh, you look like the I think the like the the uh, fiddle player or some fucking instrument from Kansas." Kansas. And I was like, "Really?" And I looked at the guy's picture, and I kind of do look like him. Yeah, I'm just can remember his name.
0: I'm just saying I wouldn't really put you with Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson just doesn't. You guys don't look similar. Just what I'm my point, though, my point was that just because you have long hair and a beard and you're white doesn't make you Willie Nelson and it doesn't make me that guy.
1: This guy has a beard shape that's similar to yours and everything. I'm just saying, I mean, that's first time I looked at it. I thought it's Tommy. And I thought that for sure you'd be like, ha, that guy does look a little bit like me. But But, you just you went you went right the opposite direction and just just fucking started giving me shit right away.
0: Well, well, you also have to realize it don't really looking like looking at my own face very much. So if it does look like me, that makes me angry.
1: I think you're a pretty good looking guy. Yeah, but I do. Yeah,
0: I'm just saying that I don't, (laughs) regardless of what you you do yourself regardless of what other people may think or believe in terms of my appearance and their perception of it, I don't feel that way. So, and it doesn't matter. My wife tells me that she thinks I'm handsome, but that doesn't really change my opinion. You know?
1: Well, Tommy, I want to go on a record and say that I think you're handsome. And I think that this guy that looks like you, is kind of handsome too.
0: Hmm. Well, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. That's very kind.
1: Of you're welcome. I know that I got good looks. I'm not worried. I I don't need you to tell me. (laughs) And I make beautiful babies.
0: Why do you think I called you a pig's asshole? Remember how much I like (laughs) pooping pigs.
1: Well, it's true. And assholes are literally the epitome of beauty.
0: They are God's perfect little balloon nuts.
1: Balloon nuts. That's right.
0: Didn't you tell me you'd never heard
1: anybody say that until I said it to you last week?
0: No, of course I didn't. I, I said something to the effect of I couldn't think of any more butthole euphemisms.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, you remember what you said last week? I don't fucking remember.
0: Well, I do edit the podcast. That's true.
1: Helps. That's true. Balloon Knot, Chocolate Starfish.
0: Oh, that was one you forgot last time. Yeah. You had another one. Turd think, Cutter. Oh, you had Satan's Asshole, which I decreed was actually a like a McDonald's coffee cup. <laughs> uh, or a mcdonald's like soda cup uh with the little, oh yeah the lid yeah the lid with the halt with the, the like you push your finger in and it barbs and you can't pull it back out
1: it's fucking cuts your skin up and shit and everybody's yeah. done it everybody's Every done it I don't, in the world i don't give a fuck who you are it's like masturbating either you did it or you're lying about it you did it
0: yeah yeah not the most like corporate suit in the world has been like <sighs> Oh, oh fuck, what the ah. fuck, man? Why? And Why they knew are these it. things so sharp? Yeah. Yeah, because you know, it's just common to, you know.
1: And they do a pretty commendable job at holding straws in. They do. So they do. Well designed. Touche, mm-hmm. sir, yeah. or madam.
0: Sir or madam. Whoever
1: it was that invented or those things.
0: Wherever you are on the spectrum of the non-binary spectrum.
1: Can we talk for a second about the uh, disturbing McDonald's uh, like fucking artwork that you have posted online recently. <laughs>
0: what are you talking about? I can't even that, remember
1: that crazy McDonald's um parody stuff oh, with like the yeah. terrible Mick, Mc whatever the fuck it's called McTeeth.
0: Oh, yeah, it was it's like so a Mc... creepy. You know what? What what cracked me up the most about that post is that one uh girl with the cat avatar was like was like stop posting this. This is so cringe. <laughs> and I said yeah. and I said no. And her response was to click like on my comment. So <laughs> I was like, all right, I like you. We're cool.
1: There is actually an entire series of those outside of the ones that you posted where it like tells the story of the restaurant and has like it's fucking enormous and disgusting. Like it's yeah. so creepy.
0: I for some reason I have this huge collection of what I call Pop culture potpourri, which is just various little odds and ends of pop culture, um, and like weird memes based on them that I've collected over the years. That eventually I'm gonna to put together a blog that just showcases a lot of this shit <laughs> because it's just needs to be shared. But there is a disturbingly large amount of Japanese McDonald's bizarro fiction. Oh, yeah animation, comic books, manga, you know, mangas, whatever the hell, I guess. Um, you know, like like comic strips and like physical art and shit that people I've have seen made.
1: some of it. I've seen some of it. like I don't think that there's any way you could possibly spend as much time on the internet as most people do without tripping across it at one point in time or another.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well and I do spend an awful lot of time on the internet in weird places. Because yeah. I've always, I mean, I remember back when I was surfing on Alta Vista, back when the internet was new to me in, like, 95. And, like, I would always go to the bizarre category mm-hmm. or the comedy cat category, usually bizarre first, and just see what I could find. I love shit like, um, I, don't, I don't know if it existed back then, but Weird New Jersey is a really cool site it's like um cryptids and um ufo sightings and local legends and myths and stuff about um serial killers true crime stuff all kind of mashed together and like it's a monthly publication as a mm-hmm. website, at least it was at the time, so every month he'd get new articles. and they did some comedy articles on a thing called Weird TV, like comedy videos back before YouTube was even a thing. And they were tiny, tiny, tiny little videos, but they were hilarious. And you can still find some of them. If you look up Chip Copper Chops runs for president,
1: Weird New Jersey. yeah, Your travel Guide to the New Jersey local legends and
0: best
1: something i don't know i i don't know where the fuck
0: that came from but <laughs> Best yep. buy. you're home for the best best buy in all of america yeah you know that's funny someone somewhere in one of those stores has the pride of saying that their store is the best best buy it's true can you imagine the pride you would have
1: I like to think that the owners of Texas roadhouse that are actually in Texas like to fight it out.
0: Oh yeah. To see who's can...
1: the most Texas, Texas roadhouse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that old, that old question. Can God make a, a hat so big even he can't wear it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> My Texas roadhouse is the most Texas because I banned abortions. Yep. Yep. yep, yep that's yep. us.
0: Yep. We got open carry. Not particularly
1: Wait. funny, but true.
0: Um, no 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 this won't be funny this will be a little sad actually we also do not like people who are well let's just say not like us if you know what i mean
1: texas all the worst of the u.s in one place place. (laughs) i guess same could kind of be said for you know alabama and stuff too i don't know
0: I would say that we lost a listener, but we've never had a listener from Texas, to my knowledge. Well, hey, people from Texas, listen to us. We make fun of you. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true because I have a couple friends who live in Texas who occasionally tune in. So,
1: Well, I would hope that they would understand that we do this tongue in cheek and that obviously are not being serious about all Texans.
0: Of course. Well, I, you know, I'll say it again. Either you're in on the joke or you're not going to like this podcast, period. <laughs> if I have to explain myself to you every single time I make a fucking joke, you're not going to like the podcast. It's just tune into something else. Like, There's
1: lots of assholes in Pennsylvania, including yeah. us. I don't know if you knew this or not, but they're doing like one of those car auctions uh, like the Mecham or Barrett-Jackson ones. Are you familiar with those at all? Are
0: they like police auctions?
1: No, no, no. These are ones where people take cars that they have restored or, or um, done something and they bring them and, uh, and sell them okay. at an auction, typically uh, without a reserve, which I don't know if you know what it means when they say no reserve when you're doing an auction. That um, means whatever you get, you get.
0: Right. Right. You know putting like, a reserve no on something. Bet, yeah, bid, putting a reserve
1: yeah. on something means that you basically put a minimum on it, which I think is probably a very intelligent way to go because from what I've seen, um most of the time when people take the reserve off, either it sells immediately or you get fucked and don't make your money back. But uh they're doing one for Meekum right now up in in Harrisburg at the Farm Show Complex and it's been on television. Okay. And it's literally Probably about as boring as watching paint dry, I would think, for the most part, but I can't stop myself from watching it. <laughs> like, I, I sat last night and watched this auction for like three hours. I'm not even joking. Like, sitting there going, All right, that's a cool car. Oh, I can't believe that they, oh, that guy got fucked. It's like a spectator sport, even though it's not a sport at all.
0: I knew a guy who would just read any book that happened to be available without discrimination. So hmm. it would be a novel. It would be a nonfiction. Didn't matter. He would like pick up a math book and just read it cover to cover.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. I I've never known anyone else to do that. He was a strange dude, but it
1: definitely wasn't me. <laughs> no, yeah. no,
0: no. Everybody guy, knows
1: my love of bug learning.
0: This, this guy was a singularly unique kind of a dude. Very, very, very smart. Very strange. I won't say a bad thing about him because he's a good guy, but we picked on him a lot at the time. But I was in my 20s and I was a fucking prick in my 20s. I just treated people you know like something? Shit.
1: That's an interesting story and all, but uh, I just looked at the time and we are out of time. So that's going to have to be
0: a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you
1: giving it to you like just the random jumble of nonsense that we gave you tonight there was there was absolutely no planning there was nothing written down we just winged it and hope you enjoyed it